0: Arizona, Arizona, sports, Arizona sports. sports.
1: Burns and Gambo talk with a decision maker from the Coyotes' front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. We visit with a front office member from the Arizona Coyotes, and this week we get to talk with the general manager of the Coyotes, Bill Armstrong. He joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line, live from the Yachin Community Studios. Coyotes lose last night to San Jose by a score of 4-2. to two. Bill, good afternoon. Happy New Year to you. It's the first time we've talked to you in 2023. Thanks for joining
2: us, as always. Good afternoon, guys. Great to talk to you guys again, and uh, yeah, happy New Year.
0: Let, let's we haven't had a chance to talk with you, but let's get your thoughts on the, the World Juniors and just how special Dylan Gunther was in that gold
2: medal game. Well, I mean, when you send your guys off, you, you tell them, hey, listen, you know, you're playing here with us with the Coyotes and we want you to go to this tournament and you got a chance to go away for a month and win a championship. And, you know, we want you in the pressure situations and we want you to lead your team down the road to win that championship. And he, he, he not only delivered on that, but, you know, he scored the game-winning goal on overtime. He's one of their best players the entire tournament. So, for us, it was just a, it's a huge win. Uh, I know it's given him a ton of confidence, and uh, it's something he'll never forget. That'll stay with him for a lifetime. And, um, you know, Logan Cooley was uh, a second in, tournament, in the tournament in points. Um, he was, you know, he just was really really good at creating offense you know against high level competition in that tournament he was outstanding so um, you know Two really good signs uh, for for the Oats and uh, two great prospects. I,
0: I, I wanted to ask you this for a while, and now that he's playing, you know, he played so well. Obviously, you mentioned he had the game winning goal in overtime. He also scored the first goal and he assisted on Shane Wright's goal. They were up two nothing, and the checks came back. They tied it up, and then he won it in overtime. And yes, it gives him a lot of confidence. When, when you look back now, and you could say, okay, what was the signature moment to get this organization turned around? Do you think in a few years we may look back and say the trade that gave you the draft pick that got you Dylan Gunther. Could that be possible?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, we we had to move out two really good players at the time uh, to to get Gunther and to kind of get out from under some contracts that that were kind of weighing the organization, I should just say, in the salary-wise down. Um, And we were able to do that and grab, you know, obviously we got Jack McBain out of that also, and, and Dylan Gunther. So it was a win-win for our organization and it gave us a lot of relief cap-wise, uh, gave us a chance to recover and kind of rebuild um, so that probably it was a huge moment, uh, a huge turning point for the organization. Uh,
0: Burns, I really like how nice Bill is. I mean, he traded away a bum on an awful contract and he ended up with Dylan Gunther. It was the steal of the century. <laughs> and he's sitting there like, we gave away two, you know, no, you gave away a total bum who couldn't play anymore and is an albatross for Vancouver a minus three almost every night. And he's sitting there like, well, you gave away two really, no, you didn't, you
1: stole him. I, I don't think it's how nice Bill is. I think it's how mean you are. I mean, I, I really think it's more about you <laughs> than this about Bill. Well said. Well said. I think,
0: I think, I think that, a guy that should be a healthy I scratch mean, every night. You Bill's got Dylan just, Gunther.
1: Just Bill's just being a human being, and you're over there, you know, just being as as mean oh as you God. could possibly be. For goodness' sakes, was there was there any kind of a consideration to doing anything different with Dylan when he came back? Given that that how unusual that is for a player to kind of leave mid season like that, or in the early part of the season, because it doesn't appear as if anything's yeah, different with it. What, what kind of different options did you guys think? About with him?
2: Well, we, we've got some options. You know, when you're a young player, especially, you know, you're trying to fit into an NHL team, and it's a, it's a grind every single night. You know, sometimes when you're a young player, you can't keep to that level every night. You're on your your best night, yeah, you're there. But then you drop a little bit and, and sometimes there's some frustration, you know, and you want to make sure the coaches, you know, um, you know, play the best players, but at the same time, you know, there's certain minutes, you know, you need to play as a as a young player coming up through the organization. So, you know, you, you, you kinda of look at both, you know, and so you know he was able to go play high minutes in 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 some prime time ice time, so that was good for his development. He's come back here he's done the same and you know there's still other options too you know if 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 this fade uh, if his, his play fades you know he can go back to junior still so there's a lot of options that we can have right now. He's played well enough to stay with the the coyotes and continues to you know add in offensively um so in and it's for him it's a it's a great year for him just to experience the n h l and it, it's a battle every night.
1: Bill Armstrong, general manager of the Coyotes, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo show. I know he came back to the ice last night and he finished up that game. How's how's Chikrin doing? Is he feeling okay after last night?
2: Yeah, he is. He's, you know, he's, he's ready to go and uh, he'll be in the lineup uh, again against Ottawa. He's been outstanding in the sense that he's just come in and he's played really, really high level hockey for us. Um, you know, he's pushed aside all the other stuff and just come in and played and played well for us. Him and, and Ghost together are a pretty dynamic duo. Uh, back there on the point, so it's been it 's been the, you know just getting him back to the way he was the year before has been huge for us as an organization and you know I give credit to, to Chick in that regard you know he 's put himself in great shape, coming back from an injury and and really just playing his best hockey right now
0: I think the hardest thing and I saw the frustration last night with Keller banging his stick, and you could just see the six game losing streak has taken a toll on guys yeah. so i 'll ask you how yeah. do you balance the the two because the the priority is to build for the future to get draft picks and assets, and, and and you know this can't be a quick turnaround. It's going to take some time. You've talked about that before. How do you balance that with the culture? Because when you start losing a lot, that that hurts the culture. So you want to build a culture of winning, but you also got to make sure you balance it to, to, to the reality is that you guys need the assets going forward. So how do you make that work?
2: It, it's the toughest thing, not only for the players, coaches, and also management, and also, more importantly, the fans to go through that it it is tough the one thing that we we constantly go back to is just digging into the process you know trying to get better you know last night after we 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 lost you know all i looked in the weight room and all the guys are there you know you know doing that that little bit extra they're digging into the process trying to get bigger faster stronger and they're not quitting and they're not getting deterred and that's what we have to do is just dig into the process coaches are back at it they got practice today you know what 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 went wrong last night? How do we make everybody better? It's the only thing you can dig into. The, the rebuild is very very tough mentally on everybody, um, and it you know it can be very distracting. So the one thing that we we try and encourage is just getting in back, getting back the next day and just digging into the process and keep going at it. Um, but there, there is frustration, and uh, you feel for the players on that end too.
0: I think a lot of people are looking at the deadline coming up in about six weeks, and, and looking at some of the players, and you know whether it's uh, Vimelka or Augustus Bear or Richie or you know, Chickering. Or, or I mean, there, there's going to be teams that call because some of your players have played well. But I want to ask you about the cap space and whether you feel with all the cap space you have, thirty five million dollars or so, whether yeah. that could be a key for you as well to to take on a contract and. Add more young assets, whether it's a player or a draft pick. Is that something you think will happen?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, very quickly we've you know, and due to our, our our really good scouts have have taken an organization. People forget this. When I came in, the, the NHL took our draft picks away. We didn't have anything. We've quickly rebuilt this organization with a ton of draft picks um, through through the salary cap, mainly taking advantage of the COVID and the salary cap and just getting assets from people, getting bad contracts and flipping them for picks and and then getting to the draft. There's no other way to do it. We have to use the salary cap to our advantage, whether that's at the deadline and we're taking on money, uh, 50% of somebody's contract and then moving the player back out. Whatever we can do to generate assets through this time of the rebuild, the more assets we have, the more darts we have at the board, and we sunk a lot of money as an organization into the scouts and into, you know, analytics and everything that we do with the background research that we do on these players. And if, this is all about assets. So if we can gain some more assets through the through the cap and uh, any other way uh, unloading players at the deadline, that, that's 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 the business we're in right now.
0: I've mentioned this about three or four times this week as the Cardinals are in search for new general manager. You'd be perfect if you could double dip the ability to <laughs> make a bunch of trades, get the Cardinals a bunch of draft picks. I'm sure you could turn that team around very, very quickly in the, N- in the NFL. So you know, they need a guy like we- you.
2: I, I I appreciate that compliment. I'm tied up with the Yotes right now. It's 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 twenty four seven. Uh, you know it it doesn't stop, and uh, it's just it's one thing after the next. You know, being a GM has its perks. You know, um, it also has its you know it's it's moments where uh, you know it's it's on you twenty four seven. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Bill, thanks for the time. As always, we appreciate it. Best of luck to the organization against Ottawa at home tomorrow.
2: Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. You take care. Thank you. Thanks,
1: Bill. Bill Armstrong joining us on the Arizona Sports Line.